So today I'm going to be answering your biggest questions that you have about Teen Girl Therapy Group. I'm a teen therapist and I love making mental health videos. If I'm being real, I get a ton of the same questions from you all over and over again. So I just wanted one easy place for you to see what this is all about. Do I have to be a teenage girl to be in the group? Teen Girl Therapy Group was originally created as a safe, supportive community for people who are experienced as female. There are certain issues that pop up for teenage girls that I found it was helpful to have a community where people could know that they were not alone and that there were others like them. While you don't have to be a girl in the traditional sense, knowing that the group was designed with the idea that it would be supporting teenagers who were going through female social issues is important when you're going into it. So that means if you've ever lived life experienced as a female, you can certainly join Teen Girl Therapy Group. And yes, you must be an active middle school or high school student. I'm really sorry, but kids in college, even if you are technically a teenager, you're in a very different life stage than the kids that are in high school and middle school. Do you have to live in Connecticut? Uh, kind of. So I am licensed to practice in the state of Connecticut currently. There isn't a really great, easy way to do virtual counseling across state lines at this time. So that means that the client needs to be physically located in the state of Connecticut at the time of service in order for me to provide therapy to them. And my teen girl therapy groups at the moment are all in person. Uh, I'm not sure if I'll ever do a virtual group, but as of right now, they're all right here in this office in Woodbridge, Connecticut, which means that if you'd like to be considered for a spot in teen girl therapy group, you don't necessarily have to be a resident of Connecticut, but you have to be able to physically come to group at this location. Another really common question that I get is what if I know someone from school? I'm very curious about why that would be a concern or an issue and I totally get that because group therapy is meant to be a private and confidential experience and sometimes when you're in a group therapy it's an opportunity to practice new ways of being and thinking and also being experienced by others. So knowing somebody from school could go either way. It could be a really great opportunity to learn how to bond and renew relationships in a safe, supportive environment. Though at the same time, I would never knowingly put kids in a group that had a bullying dynamic. So if you are concerned about a particular individual being in the group, I cannot disclose where any of my group members go to school or who's actively in group. That's a whole confidentiality factor. But what I can do is if you inform me about a particular relationship or person, I can be considerate of that while inviting kids into the group. And if there were to be an issue discovered after somebody's being invited into the group, what I typically do is I'll have a discussion with both people together and separately. And ultimately, I would navigate what is in the best interest of both of those clients and what they desire. 
A lot of teenagers are concerned that they may be older or younger than the majority of the group members. And ultimately, I don't base my groups based on chronological age. I base who gets invited into a particular group on their developmental identity and what issues are coming for support. So that means that even if somebody is one to five years younger or older than you, that you could actually be in really similar states where you can learn and benefit from each other's experience. I think that there's a fear because when you're a teenager or a kid, typically the groups that you're in are really close in age, in your grades, in your little league sports. And so the idea of being with somebody who is slightly older or younger can feel a little uncomfortable. But I've actually seen some really cool things happen in group when people who are of a different age are able to come together in a healthy supportive community and it's good practice for when you get older because they don't put you in jobs based on your age they put you in jobs based on your skill set what if they're mean? So I'm going to be totally honest and real with you. Sometimes some of the teens that are in group therapy may say things either intentionally or unintentionally mean. I can't control what people say or think. Ultimately though, if somebody is showing up and coming to a group therapy experience, they're pretty kind and considerate already. So the likelihood of somebody being unnecessarily intentionally mean is really low. Plus, I'm in group therapy with you all, and so if somebody says something that may come across as mean, I'm there to help navigate the conversation, to bring it to their attention, and come up with a resolution with the entire group on how to remedy that, or what I like to call repairing the relationship, not only with that particular individual, but the group as a whole. How However, I'm very considerate about who gets invited into a group therapy experience, and so I do that a few different ways. The very first step is doing a phone screening with someone from my team. After that, then we have an in-person client assessment where I get to meet you and a parent, and from there, it's an opportunity to assess engage and ask questions and get to know one another to see, is this a right fit? and would it be a good idea to invite you into one or more of the groups. And so I do that based on not only what your individual needs are, but what the kids in groups are working on and what the group's needs are. Because with group therapy, it goes both ways. It's a give and take with everyone. One of the most common reasons that I find teens are a little hesitant to consider joining group therapy is they're really worried, what if they don't like me? And to be fair, that's a very valid concern because ultimately we all just want to be liked. <laughs> Wouldn't it be lovely if everyone just liked and adored and loved us? Though when teens ask me this question, I really urge them to consider looking at it in a different way. Instead of asking, what if they don't like me? The more effective way of looking at this is, what can I do to be likable? Whether they like you or not is really not up to you, and you'll just stress yourself out worrying about making sure that people like you. However, if you focus on being a likable person, then if they don't like you, that's on them. You've done everything that you can do. Plus, you don't have to be liked by everybody in order to work on yourself. 
in fact not being liked is a very strong indicator that your self-esteem and confidence is improving because you're making decisions based on what you like and what you need, not solely on the desires of other people. And that can be really empowering. What if they can't help me? Now, this is a really big question and fear, and ultimately, you know your needs best. A lot of people think that if a group therapy doesn't work for them, then they must have failed. And that's just not true. If you are showing up and being willing to participate and give it a try, the best that you can do is just be open and considerate and continue to check in and evaluate, is this helping me? or is this not? Now, group therapy is not a one-size-fits-all, and because my groups are open, that means that the kids in group can grow and change over time. As they've gotten the most benefit out of group, they move on from group. That's actually one of my favorite activities is our moving on circle. It's where we go around and we share our best wishes for each other and note the progress that we've seen over their time in group. It's pretty cool. Sometimes we get a little silly, sometimes it gets a little sad, but overall we love celebrating success even if it's the idea of voicing to the group that this is just not the right fit for me. I think that's actually really awesome and really wonderful when a kid can acknowledge and assert themselves and celebrate that decision. Now I know there's a lot of misinformation out there all about group therapy, so I'd really encourage you to check out the video on your screen right now where I'm talking all about the lies that you hear about group therapy. I'm setting the record straight. And please make sure that you share this video if you found it helpful. You never know who you could be helping in the process. Thanks for watching!